Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode six of Reckless Bitch Podcast. I'm Wait, is, your it is it six? <laughs> is it six? Uh, yeah, we'll go with six. I'm pretty sure it's six. If it's not six, it's seven. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome back. Um, I am Allie, co-host, Sarah, co-host, and we have our beautiful, lovely guest, Emily, who is here today to talk to us a little bit about skincare and all of the beautiful, joyous mysteries that come with figuring that out. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. Yeah. So um, my name is Emily. I'm a licensed esthetician. Um, basically what that is, is like a skincare specialist is what I tell everyone because half the time they're like, what is that? So basically just like a skincare specialist, I do all things um, skincare. Right now I work primarily in like hair removal, spray tanning, um, things like that. But yeah, that is me. <laughs> I love this. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, I know that this was something that Sarah's really wanted to do for a long time. Uh, yeah. We talked about it a lot and we have a lot of questions and I, I'm excited to I'm excited to get started. Me too. So I, Allie and I both have, we have talked extensively about this on FaceTime. Like we need answers because we both were told very different things. Yeah. And I, like, even just like, just me, like I've heard very conflicting information. So I don't know what to believe. Slugging. That's like the hottest thing to do right now. Um, very like Vaseline so all over the face. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on it? And what is the science? Okay. So I have a few things. Um, first of all, I think slugging is wonderful for like the really dry, gross winter months. Basically what slugging is, is it is to create like an occlusive barrier on the skin to prevent trans epidermal water loss, which basically that just means you're trying to trap all of the moisture into your skin that leaves your skin. Um, so I am for it. However, there are a few things. So like, I feel like this is one of those things that is like any other very popular trendy thing it's great if it works for your skin. If you don't have the right skin type, it's not going to work for you. Um, so one of the issues with slugging is like, it is really not good for acneic skin. So if you have like a current breakout or you're somebody who just like has a lot of acne, that's just like your skin type, like, um, it's slugging is not going to be the best thing for you. So basically because of that occlusive layer that's on the skin, that means that like no oxygen is getting into your skin, which creates a breeding ground for acne bacteria. So if you already have acne or you have like a current breakout, that's just going to make it so much worse. Um, so especially with like, if you use Vaseline now, however, there are some other products that I have heard of, um, that a lot of other professionals agree that are like safer, for um acne but like honestly i feel like if you have acne it's probably just not going to be a good um um a good uh thing for you to do <laughs> overall you just can't do it yeah it's so there are like sarah and i were talking and like you use a lot of like cerave and cetaphil there is um i believe by cerave 
it's some kind of like barrier cream or something like that. That's kind of like the consistency is similar to a Vaseline. And some people have said that like, that's better for acneic skin um, because it's a little bit more breathable. Um, the brand that I use predominantly for my skincare is Glymed Plus, and they have um, this product called Comfort Cream, which is also similar to Vaseline, but it's more breathable. So it's better for more skin types. Now I think Vaseline is like a totally fine option. Um, one argument that some professionals have is that it's not adding any benefits to your skin. So like, it doesn't have, um, any ingredients in it that are like beneficial for your skin. Like it's just Vaseline. Right. But if you want to have like a cheap option and use Vaseline, it totally is. I mean, that is going to do the job that it's supposed to do. It's going to create that layer over your skin and really help trap in that moisture. How, um, I also would suggest if you do want to try it, just using like a little tiny bit, like you don't need a lot, um, like literally a pea size amount. Like if you're going to be using Vaseline for your whole face, cause you just need to create like a a really sheer layer. And that's going to be like the finishing touch over like your moisturizer or anything like that. Um, I did use it. Um, I did, I just used Vaseline, um, when my skin was really bad, like around my mouth, I would get super dry and like red. So I would use it in that area. That was the only area that I use it in though. Um, because I do tend to break out really easily. So it's just not like a great option for me to use every day. And that's also another thing. If you are going to be doing it, I wouldn't suggest doing it every single night because I think that's going to cause a lot of like buildup, um, in your skin. So, okay. That really clears, <laughs> that clears up a lot of like the conflicting information because I know that it doesn't technically clog your pores. So mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying because it doesn't clog your pores, it, it's not going to cause breakouts, but the fact that it's not breathable and it allows bacteria that makes sense. Cause I like, that was the, the main part of the conflicting information is does it break you out or not? Yeah. And okay. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It really just depends on your skin type. Like the thing is with something like that, like realistically, that is a great practice for somebody who pretty much already has like flawless skin. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not for you, but yeah, I, I mean, I, like I said, I did it. I like it. Um, I also use a humidifier at night. Um, so if something like slugger, slugger, slugging <laughs> is not an option for you because of your skin type, using a humidifier at night has been like a lifesaver for me also. Um, so that's other, also like another option to help with that, um, extra water loss because moisturizers are humectants. And so that's going to pull the moisture out of the air and onto your skin. Good to know. I should look into that because I live in the desert, so okay. I'm like constantly, I don't I, like, I, I have to put on lotion like a couple times a day. Yeah. My skin has been like shockingly dry this winter. Like I yeah, can't I remember any other winter. It's been more dry and mm -hmm. I definitely use way too much Vaseline. Yeah. Full body. <laughs> yeah. I do too. I was trying to like a pea size amount. I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's like literally just yeah. supposed to be a tiny, like a, the thinnest layer no, because I heard slug and I was like, oh, okay. You're yeah, like, I know exactly. Lather me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to be swimming in that petroleum jelly baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like so limey. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, I do like, um, like Sarah, Sarah, is it Sarah Bay? 
is how you <laughs> actually say it. I, always say I think so. <laughs> I've been saying it Sarah V. <laughs> I have no idea. You know, I use the tomato, tomato. whatever you want it to be. It can. There's like that night repair cream that I I love that shit. Yeah. That is a lifesaver. Yeah. That like, that is probably the best night cream I've ever owned. And I can use it every day and not break out. And I have really acneic, acneic, Yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah, that word 400 more times today. Or you can just say like acne prone. Acne. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's fun, right? <laughs> it's horrible. Like it sucks. But I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, wait, Sarah. Did you I wanted to ask about, and I'm I know I'm gonna say this completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So just a, a you know, just a, an apology in advance. Um, but gua, gua, gua sha, gua sha, is that how you say it? The, the jade roller? Yeah. Well, the, the roller is a different thing than the... Right, like the thing. I think it's gua sha. I think it is too. I'm honestly not even that sure though. Like, I don't even know. It's pretty <laughs> much just a, it, to my knowledge, it's pretty much just like a, um, like a lymphatic massage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, does that does that work? Have like a hype fad. Um, I think they work if you're actually doing like real lymphatic drainage techniques. However, like I was in my training, like we only did lymphatic drainage like a little bit, but there are like courses you can like pay for to actually learn like lymphatic drainage. So I think that they are really helpful if you're doing it correctly. However, I don't think a lot of people know how to do it correctly. (laughs) Like I don't even really know how to do it correctly, but either way, I think that's just kind of one of those things that just feels nice. So it's just like nice to do anyway. But like, I, I have like jade rollers that I use and those I like keep in the freezer and I will just use them like my under eyes and stuff just literally because they just like feel nice and it helps with like puffiness and stuff. But like, I do think like the gua sha's they do do what they're supposed to if the techniques are being done properly. And I just, it's kind of a popular thing in LA. Like you can get, you can hear out here, get like lymphatic, like body massages for like body contouring and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, like it's a thing out here and it works. I also don't know, like to my knowledge anyway, like it's not like a permanent thing. Like it's something you have to continuously do yeah. and like continuously see results because you can drain your, you know, lymph nodes or whatever, but like it's an organ, right? So it, it can, you know, you're just, you're going to have to do it again. It's not something you could do like once or twice and like have results permanently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've had some breakouts from doing that because you do have to do it consistently. And that's like the issue is yeah, I see results, mm-hmm. but you have to do it so consistently. Yeah. You've had breakouts from it? Yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know is why. stressing <laughs> you out? <laughs> it's like, I, I'll get, I don't know what it, it must like clog my pores, but I really don't use anything other than just, you know, like a, I wonder if because the rock is like porous, if it's like holding bacteria. Probably. I don't even know how you would sanitize it. 
Yeah, because I looked it up and it's like you can't use rubbing alcohol or anything like that. You have to wash yeah. it really lightly with yeah, water it's... and soap. Interesting. I, you know what I use? I don't do, I have like jade rollers and stuff, but I actually really like, I have a um, mask that has like Orbeez in it and I put that in the freezer uh, and then like so at some point in the day I throw it in the fridge and then uh, just like thaw it out a little bit and then I wear it when I go to bed at night and then my eyes aren't puffy in the morning. Yeah, those things are nice. Yeah, and they're amazing if you get like ocular migraines. Mm-hmm so yeah I get migraines where it doesn't always hurt but like I can't see yeah does your vision kind of like yeah like I'll I'll just right. be like doing something and all of a sudden like one like I can't see out of one eye it's just like completely blurry yeah yeah did like, you yeah, get like regular migraines like when you were younger yeah mm. I get that was how that was how Fred was too he used to get migraines like when he was younger like he would throw up from them all the time yeah but now he'll get he'll just get like ocular migraines and he yeah. just like see <laughs> sometimes the ocular migraines will make me throw up because it like when if like only one eye like I can't see out of mm-hmm. it like throws off like my balance and like all of that and like I, like my coordination gets it, it makes me nauseous yeah because it's yeah. terrible yeah they yeah especially if you're driving you'll literally I don't even know how to describe it it's like your vision gets like spotty almost oh, that would freak me out yeah it's re- yeah it's insane and like you can't it doesn't like mine usually don't hurt but like you can't there's not really a whole lot you can do about it yeah um I get um I noticed like I think mine are partially caused by TMJ and I actually get uh Botox for that mm-hmm. I need to get it again but um it's been a minute but that helps a lot with migraines I've heard that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, helps a lot of stuff. Um, what about? I, I'm sure you get asked this often, but what about fillers? What about Botox? What are your professional? Oh, Emily and I had an insane conversation about this, Allie. Okay, yeah. I, I yeah, I, let's I, let's talk about the qualifications to give uh Botox. Oh yeah, her. that's right, that's right. Oh yeah, gosh, Emily, walk me through the through what it takes to life. to be able to give injections. Yeah, so at least in Michigan, I can't speak for any other state, but in Michigan, you have to have like a medical license, so like typically like an RN or something, and then also be under. Um, the supervision of like a medical director. So like I, I cannot give like injections, Botox fillers, anything like that with just my aesthetics license. Like I, most like injectors are RNs or they're doctors or whatever, but yes, you have to have like a medical license at least. Yeah. Isn't that interesting, Allie? Yeah. Yeah. Because Sarah, (laughs) Sarah told me. (laughs) Yeah, there's some couple places in Michigan that are. Yeah, there's a few places in the uh, Metro Detroit area. Not surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I um, I think it would be cool. I I don't think I would ever. I mean, I I'll never do like injectables or anything like that because I don't want to go back to school again. Um, but I'm totally for them. I love. I want to get like. I need to get it right here because I am like I do this all the time and I'm going to get wrinkles and it hurts. I just, I get like headaches because I do it so much. 
Yeah, but, that'll help because it'll like paralyze like everything yeah. there. Um, I, get, I need to get mine done again. I can't, I actually can't knit my eyebrows too far because, um, when I got my nose job, they shaved right here. So there's like some nerve damage, but I can a little bit and I'm starting to notice fine lines and like, I have to take care of that now. <laughs> you have skin like a porcelain doll. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm being so serious though. <laughs> Well, part of the reason I honestly, part of the reason, like, I don't have a lot of fine lines is because of when I had my nose reconstructed, uh, I like don't have muscle movement in like some of my face. (laughs) It sounds intense, but yeah, like I don't have any muscle control in my upper lip. You know, that's really going to come in handy for you. I know. I like probably (laughs) won't get smile lines. Yeah. I love this for you. Thanks. (laughs) I, um, ever since we had that conversation I've been like I think I do have a, a deviated septum I probably Actually, most people do how do you know that like how um do they do have to go they go in with like this really gross it looks like um you know like a compass like in geom- geometry like those little things mm-hmm. that, like they basically go into your nose with one of those and they shove them in really far and they mm-hmm. measure your septum I don't know how it works but I remember the procedure exactly because it was traumatizing, but that's how they measure how crooked your septum is. Mm -hmm. And then, um, there's a couple ways they can fix it. Mine, um, they actually cut the crooked part out and then pulled my nose back and like sewed it together. (sighs) So that's my nose turns up a little bit now because of Uh that, but that's also when they do a rhinoplasty, that's how they make your nose turn up is the Mm -hmm. same way. Wow. Um, I will say that you know what, it, uh, depending on your insurance, I know like Blue Cross Blue Shield at least used to, if you needed a, de- if you had a deviated septum, they would also cover a rhinoplasty, which like, it, all I'm saying, like, I, I'm not trying to push a nose job on anyone, but I'm just saying like, if you <laughs> want your septum fixed, you might as well get the nose you want. You mm-hmm. might as well get a bundle. Yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's free. You know, like there's all, there's, you know, we all could look at our face and change something slightly, you know, and it, like, if your insurance is going to pay for it, you know, like if I had to get my septum done again, I'd be like, you know what? You can like make it a little more narrow. <laughs> Just, you know, because oh it's like, it's not going to do anything to the recovery time. You're it's still going to take a year to heal. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Get the nose you want. Yeah. My yeah. God. It's a meat, it's a meat suit you're wearing. Get over it. My God. Do whatever you want. I did see this thing though that Gigi Hadid was like, I wish I didn't get a nose job at, when I was a teenager because um like I wish I had the nose of my ancestors. And I actually like, because I got mine as a teenager. And I got mine when I was 19. And it's weird because like I look at pictures of like my grandma on my dad's side and I used to look so much like her. And now that my I have a different nose, I don't really look like any of my family. And I joke about it all the time, but it does kind of suck because I don't look like anyone I, I'm related to. Really? I, the only person I get told I look like is my uncle who also got a nose job. Hey. We, got this, we got pretty much, I'll, I'll have to show you guys a picture, but we pretty much got the same nose job. <laughs> this is the genealogy of your you yeah. are you are something's happening here but it is like a weird thing that you don't think of beforehand like when you change your face that yeah. you just like don't have a similar face to your family I that never thought about that yeah it actually um it's like a really common thing like after you get work like a lot of work done so like you get you there's like a period of like depression that you get 
because changing your face like something dramatic like your nose it like like there's like psychological consequences like you like walk past the mirror and you like won't it like screws with your self-image a little bit like I I wouldn't take my nose job back I'm glad I got it done I was in an accident I needed to get it done anyway I ended up getting the nose I wanted but like there were like that first year like every once in a while I would get like kind of depressed because my face would be so different and like you have to get used to not recognizing yourself immediately when you see yourself Mm -hmm. which is also like very strange I never thought about that yeah yeah good point yeah, like I really want to get my eyebrows lifted because I have really hooded eyes. And all I, I don't even want them like lifted up too much. Like a lot of people lift theirs up here. I kind of want to just mine lifted like right here. Mm-hmm. Um, just like open my eyes a little bit, give me a little bit less of an intense face. Um, <laughs> but I'm like scared too because I don't, I don't, I, like I kind of don't want to deal with that again. It's annoying. It's not, it's not like devastating, but it's like, just a thing that could like, you do a, is there like a thing you could do to like get some of the like skin removed and stuff you, yeah that- yeah they can oh. I the best way to do it like I think the <laughs> fastest recovery time and the cheapest way to do it it's like four grand which isn't that bad but they like make an incision on your hairline and they actually pull up from there uh-huh. so they can do what most people get done like with the fox eye lift I think that that's just here so they like uh-huh. lift it like here yeah I would want mine I mean they might have to lift it up here too but I would just like have it lifted so it'd be like this Uh I don't want my eye shape to change I just want my eyebrows a little bit higher so my eyes are like a little bit more open yeah um yeah but yeah it's like it's it's not an expensive procedure and the recovery time's like pretty quick but if they do it here Mm -hmm. they have to like the incision ends up being your like crease I think there's a way they can do it in your eyebrow and there's a way that they can do it in the crease um oh god can you imagine that healing like yeah that's it's a lot easier to heal with a couple stitches like here and here and like your literal eyeball oh my god God. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if you'd have I don't know would you have to keep your eyes like no never mind you you probably have to keep your eyes closed I mean your eyes are probably swollen shut Oh my god! See, I, I don't. I don't like. Ugh, I don't like eyes. My rule: I will never get anything done that I can't stomach watching the entire procedure on YouTube. <laughs> Every procedure I've had done, I have watched in full. The worst uh-huh. one was the lipo. I got lipo two years ago, uh-huh. and I watched that. Ugh, disgusting. She's being hundred. She. She. She like. I remember this. Do you remember my bruising? You could see where they like hosed it out. <laughs> And you were like, yeah, I'm watching these videos. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. Why? When my mom, when my mom <laughs> got her knee replaced, she wanted me to watch the videos and then like tell her like how, like what was going down. That oh, was gross. No. A knee replacement. Oh my God. Dude, <laughs> those like, are like, I don't know why those things do it, like make me uncomfortable as much as, but anything like. It makes uh, me uncomfortable, but I like in a good way. I there was a period in my life I actually just talked about this with my mom because I always forget that this happened but one time my dog had surgery and she busted her stitches on her knee open and I had to give her stitches in the middle of the night really I was in like eighth grade but so we're back up yeah because my dad yeah my dad like just had a bunch of like military like surgical equipment and uh we couldn't get her to a vet like the closest emergency vet was like an hour away and we were afraid she was gonna like bleed out 
So my dad like started it, but I, I took sewing classes when I was little from my grandma. So I have a good hand. <laughs> so I did, I finished the stitches. So I get my dog stitches in like eighth grade. And then after that, there was like a short period of time. I wanted to be a surgeon, mm-hmm. but then I was like, mm, I don't like school that much. Also, I'm dyslexic. I feel like you're, I feel like as a dyslexic person, I don't know if I really want a dyslexic person operating on me too many times. I don't know my lefts and rights. I still don't know fully. Sometimes I have to do the, I, yeah. Do you know what? I wear rings on my, on, on, I will only wear rings on one hand and you'll see me do this all the time. And when I like rub my hands together, um, I'm checking my lefts and rights. That's what I'm doing. You learn how to like hide it. (laughs) I went to a a dyslexic tutor and that's what she told me to do. So my mom would like buy me rings and stuff. And um, I only have one, I only have a pinky ring on right now, but I like, I'm constantly rubbing my fingers because that's why I'm like, oh, left, oh, right. It's (laughs) crazy. That's a trade secret. Yeah. 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 I had to write L and R on my left and right hands, like for, for all of my driving tests because I did fail. Okay, I fail. I kept failing because I was like, can you just say like driver or passenger? And they told me no. And then I failed twice. And then the third time the guy was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just say that. It's fine. And I was like, okay. And then I passed. So it just, it's like cool person. Yeah, it was a cool person. Cool for person. sure. I had also- to take my driver's test the second time. Um, the first time they didn't even let me out of the parking lot because I couldn't parallel park. Dang. And also I've like never had to parallel park in my life. So that was bullshit. I, afterwards, my mom went back to the parking lot and she told the guy to eat shit for dinner because he didn't pass. I love your mom. He didn't pass me. <laughs> and she was so pissed. Cause like you didn't get a refund. Yeah. And anyway, no, I, I failed a couple times. I was really parking. was always my strong spot. Like I was really good at parking. Um, thank God, because I have to parallel park multiple times a day. Oh, do you? Yeah. Like I pair, like where I live now, I street park. So I have to parallel park. Mm. Um, and I'm so good at it. I can parallel park. I can parallel park. If there's garbage cans lined up, I can get in the garbage cans and then parallel park in the garbage cans. Yeah. That that's a skill. It is. is Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like kept failing. Yeah, because it was like, it was literally like a left and right thing. He'd be like, turn right. And then I would turn left. And then they like, yeah. Um, what can you do? You know? But yeah, the third guy like did not give a shit. He was just like, he, I actually wasn't supposed to pass at all. I think I like, I like blew a stop sign or something and he still passed me because he felt bad because it was my birthday. <laughs> That's how you get. Oh, him. you cheated! Yeah. I did. I did. On, I, yeah, I did it on my birthday. You just so. need a little guilt trip to get by. That's all. Yeah. Sometimes I will tell guy. people it's my birthday and see kind of what happens. Like what? What can I get away with? Yeah. Like if there's a meeting at work that's getting a little boring, I'll just be like, <gasps> my thirtieth today. <laughs> you like gotta go. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> And then they believe you because they feel bad if they were to not believe you. And yeah. I mean, I've only done that one time. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah, I mean, and then I was like, no, it wasn't my birthday. I was just kidding. And they were like, okay, it's like a weird thing to 
like all right dude i was like tough crowd very (laughs) tough tough crowd what can you do you know you know it's fun to lie (laughs) like i'm sorry it is it is it is is that not acting is it not the theater (laughs) the theater is all about interpretation okay yeah whatever let me live in my world of delusion yeah um yeah so let's talk about waxing <laughs> um you want to know yeah ellie have you ever gotten waxed i, I have I've never, I've never done it you I have it? i shave my whole body myself and that includes areas that i like your my butthole ellie, it's 2022 <laughs> you gotta throw away the razor listen all you you one leg it and the you put one leg up on the soap rack in the shower and you just uh-huh. it's, it's a one quick collective scooping motion you know what <laughs> i will say i i used to squat and i'd go really yeah i'd squat in the bathtub and go shoot okay yeah. no i would definitely well, use i just figured that that's what the soap who uses the soap thing for soap you know that's your water. foot rest <laughs> oh no i'm talking about like the yeah that little thing that's like randomly in your shower that would fit that's like for a bar of soap right that's what you put your leg on no I'm talking about like the there's like the rack that like if you're looking oh like the oh shit handle yeah the oh shit handle yeah you put your leg all the way up on that well yeah you have to get a full because if I put my leg on the soap dispenser I don't have enough gymnastics I have enough room to really because you gotta put you gotta get your like okay sometimes Sometimes uh-huh. I'll like lay in the bathtub <laughs> and I'll, <laughs> yeah, with the shower on, right? Yeah. And then I'll use the soap thing for my foot. And then I'll kind of like be like turned on my hip a little bit. <laughs> oh, that. The ways, the ways in which women have. It's ridiculous. I mean, we are, that's feminism. We really MacGyver that, like. <laughs> we yeah you you I figured everyone did that I just figured we all inherently did the same thing I didn't realize there were different ways we do things a little bit different yeah I've never thought of squatting I'm gonna try that oh yeah I just I we used to squat and just I go you know front to back I think so you you can get one quick sweeping motion that's the safest way it's when you do the little thing that's where you you guys using I don't think my razor could like uh I used to use a men's Razor, like a Gillette razor. Yeah. Like just the disposable heads, but I always just thought that they were better. They are. Yeah. The only reason I like that I use a woman's razor right now is because they have like that lotion thing. Mm, yeah. Like the little lotion bar. I don't give men enough lotion. Mm-mm. Men are so crusty. They need more lotion in their life. They do. Yeah. They need more shame and, and that too. Well, Allie, you need to get waxed and let it. I did my first Brazilian. You do. You got to get waxed. It's Mm -hmm. just so it's like in the moment you think like, oh, fuck, I'm never coming back. Like this shit hurts. But like once you see the results and the fact that like you don't have to worry about any hair for like weeks, it's so nice. You forget about how much it hurt and then you go back. And plus, like where I work, we do speed waxing. So we do Brazilians in under 20 minutes. So it's like quick in and out. It's such a bonding moment too. Yeah. You really bond with the person. Yeah. And it's real girly time. You know what I mean? It is. It's you know. therapeutic. It's like yeah. therapy. You're looking yeah. directly into someone's asshole. Oh yeah. yeah. All that's, up in it. 
That's the eye of the tiger, baby. Yeah. I had, so I had a girl um, yesterday who she came in. This is like her first time ever getting a Brazilian. And so like when I do the butt strip, I have them do like knees to chest, kind of like you're doing a cannonball. And she was like, she was like, have you ever had anyone fart? (laughs) No, but if somebody did, I would understand, you know, like you're open. Like in solidarity, like not mean, but like a solidarity laugh. Would I laugh? Yeah. But like in solidarity, if someone farted. Oh, if someone farted, I would out loud. I wouldn't be able to help it. Like I would. (laughs) Yeah. I would hope they, I would tell them like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. This is a funny moment. Don't be embarrassed. But like, oh, I, w- I wouldn't be able that to. Would, if I waxed and someone farted, I think that would be like my favorite moment. I, I would, would tell you, I'd be like, I love you. Um, I will say waxing does come with its, um, oh, that's gross moments. You know, um, I did have one lady who had literal shit in her ass. So <laughs> no um when she got done with her wax she was cleaner than when she came in because I had to wax the shit out of her butt so and then she only tipped me two (laughs) dollars so you know it has its perks but it also doesn't at times (laughs) let's pull a little tip out of the common sense jar really quick and if you're gonna go get your butthole waxed clean it my god and we have we have baby wipes there too so like they're like right there on the open for anyone to use like when you're getting ready do a quick little whoop just to make yeah. sure you would be so one, two, surprised two. you would be so surprised at how many women just definitely did not shower the day that they came in like it's it's alarming like huh? aren't you supposed to like exfoliate like within like 24 hours or something like you, you think should, they yeah, take you, like a shower the night before and exfoliate yeah like you should a lot of people I just feel like don't a lot of like first timers when they come in, just like, yeah. don't really know anything about it, which is like, it's fine. I understand. Like, I guess not everyone does like research about that kind of stuff before they go in, but I, you'd think like at the very least you would take a shower before you come well, in. Well, like common least- sense, you're like, like, it needs to stick to your skin. So mm-hmm. like you at least need to like get the lotion and like any like soap residue or like literally well, I mean, shit. I cleanse before anyway like I do like a, a little you know like a cotton thing cleanse I mean it's just a quick thing it's not like I'm in depth getting right so yeah but well, uh, there's Allie and I are proud owners of bidets so we don't have to worry oh, same same oh, bidet club yes. okay yeah bidet club. you Dude. never feel cleaner than like uh, oh. I walk into any room I'm like I know I have the cleanest asshole here Oh yeah. Oh, that's how I felt when I walked to, when I was at work the other day. And I literally looked my coworker dead in the eye and I said, I know for a fact that I have the cleanest asshole in this entire building. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I will say though, I Emily spray tans. And I know I think she said that, but just so you know, Emily, when you I said this on one of our episodes, I think, but like I got a spray tan around the same time I got up a day. Mm-hmm. and <clears throat> you do have to uh reapply sometimes because it will power wash your spray tan off your butt cheeks <laughs> nice so if you have clients with bidets or spray tan yourself just know you yeah. might get a little spot <laughs> you have to reapply and be like listen don't use your bidet for at least the next 12 to 16 yeah. hours right? yeah. i could imagine that would power wash it right off my i have to like put mine at like the lowest setting because it will 
wash my ass right off. Like yeah. that shit comes out heavy. It does. Yeah. yeah I'm like, who's? I think that that's like, it's like turbo mode. Yeah. I feel like it's made for men because I'm like, yeah. I, I do the same thing. I'm like, I need the gentlest. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I just need a puff of water. <laughs> yeah. But days for women. And it's just like a nice yeah. little stream. I will say, I, yeah. um, one time I was blessed enough to, I stayed at the penthouse at the Bellagio in Vegas mm-hmm. and I had uh, a bidet and it was warm. Oh. It was, the most gentle stream I like sat on there for like a little like way longer than probably socially acceptable because I was like yeah. oh my god this Taking is like hand. yeah that water is I cold. feel like an yeah yeah oh my yeah my water is like ice cold I actually have my bidet has like a thing like I could have hooked it up to hot water if my hot water hookup in my bathroom wasn't under my sink oh really yeah like yeah. I have like an extra like I have a temperature thing and I have an extra yeah. hose but I would have to like was that, that a hiccup? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get the hiccups like on the daily. I don't know why. <laughs> um, I would have to like thread the thing. Like I have to like open the cabinet door and like have the thing like hooked up to the. Yeah. It would look stupid. Yeah. But, <sighs> I mean, I give myself water. enemas like every day. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Gotta yeah. make sure. And I just I know my neighbor downstairs, like. They know every time I'm just blasting my ass, like just blasting it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. you know what? Nothing wakes me up better in the morning. Like I, Allie and I are both on like a, we're like detoxing off caffeine. Uh-huh. Mostly. I can't cut it completely, but, um, and I, that's like my coffee in the morning, just a cold stream, right? Cold That'll do it. Yeah. You need to go. It'll get you. Yeah. What are your, okay. So I know you you so I know we do waxing mm-hmm. what about like how do you feel about like waxing versus laser because I know laser hair removal is becoming pretty popular if you had to get one or the other like what would you suggest yeah so Sarah and I also talked about this the other day too um I the thing is is like I don't know a whole lot like I honestly think Sarah knows more about laser than I do like I didn't really, we don't really train on it that much. Um, but I do have like a lot of clients who come in who have had laser before and they come back to get waxed because their hair comes back a lot of the times. Um, I have one girl who had her underarms done a few years ago and she had eight sessions, she said, and now her hair is completely grown back in her underarms. Like she never even got laser. So I, I don't know. I feel like it really depends on the person. It depends on like, if you're willing to spend that much money, like if you do, I mean, laser is definitely better for like more long-term results, but it's not like guarantee that you're not going to have to, that you're never going to grow hair there again. Um, so I think it just depends like on if you're willing to spend that much money personally, I don't think I'll ever get laser because I'm fine with waxing. And sometimes I don't mind like having hair. Like I don't really care. Like sometimes I'll go like, I don't know, a couple months or a few months without waxing. That doesn't happen often. But for me personally, um, I'll probably just stick with waxing because I don't feel like making that investment. And I just, um, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, I don't feel like I need it to be like gone permanently, if that makes sense. Like it's just kind of like a whatever for me. It's person to person. It's not permanent, permanent, like people think yeah. either. Like it, it, like 
the problem is, is a lot of these places will sell, like there's different lasers and depending on your skin, like your skin color, your skin tone, and then the skin or the um, hair color and like the hair, uh, like darkness or lightness, uh, like the tone of the hair, like that depends on what kind of laser you need. Like there's certain, like I have very light skin and I have very light body hair. So it, is really hard like I have to get like a very specific laser and then also like if you have any like major hormonal changes you have to start from like zero like it kind of like restarts so like if you're like going through menopause or like if you're planning on having children like lasers probably not a good idea for you also like you do have to get touch-ups for like ever like but it's not like some people like if you don't have a lot of hair like you might only need like one or two touch-ups a year, right? If you are a very hairy person, like you might need uh, more than that. Like I have a friend who has laser hair removal. She's, she still has to get um, like touch-ups. Like I think she goes like four times a year for touch-ups. Hmm. So, and like where you live, depend, like LA, laser's pretty cheap out here. Like I think I pay, I pay like 80 bucks or something which isn't like terribly like it, the price difference between like waxing and laser isn't like that steep but like laser in Michigan when I looked at getting it in Michigan it was like thousands of dollars I was gonna say yeah it's like expensive out here yeah yeah so I think it depends on where you are and then yeah. like you know like quite literally just like your hair type and your skin type mm-hmm. and you know your future plans Plus also like if you're gonna go through the pain of it at least the wax gives you like a little bit of like a you know because you get warm you get a little bit yeah you get a little bit of adrenaline with the waxing um the laser it is just like a hot burning sensation how long does that take to it's really quick it is really quick yeah it's way it's a lot faster I mean it's literally like oh okay like it's like probably takes five minutes yeah. See, that's not as personal. I want someone to have to stare oh, directly into my hair for a long time. They do. They have to. And I was gonna say, to- yeah, it's still oh, really yeah. personal. Yeah, you'll still get someone in your ass if that's what you really yeah. want. Really, <laughs> this whole thing is about how close can and get to they my have hair. to like. Okay, so not a lot of places will do this, but you should always ask for it. They will take like just straight up lube, and they will like dump a bottle on you because it like helps with the heat of the laser like it it like kind of protects you from like the pain of it so like they'll like dump like a giant thing of lube on you they'll like uh that like takes the most time then they'll like laser a little bit but like your your butthole is like the most sensitive part right so they really have to like lube you up on the butthole part uh because that hurts very bad very very bad and like every time you go they turn up the laser so it hurts worse every time oh my god (laughs) oh like they're like okay you handled like a one we're gonna put you at a two <laughs> uh and then they, yeah they they uh yeah the, the girl who does mine though like I feel like we have a bond you do no you yeah. definitely do like when you when that's how you meet someone mm-hmm. that they're just like all up in your most intimate area of your entire body yeah. like you instantly become friends like you your have knees to, to your chest knees to your chest that is the most that's uh, like, that is like vulnerable position like wow. <laughs> okay. yeah that is the most like 
just humbling and like vulnerable. You cavity search and to like <laughs> since it's such like a <clears throat> like a vulnerable experience to be doing with someone, people like seem like they trust you a lot more like right off the bat, and people start telling you like too much stuff like stuff you didn't ever ask to know but it's like you know these people like you're literally their therapist because they just they're already like well you know I'm so comfortable with you you're in my vagina so I'm gonna tell you all of my life problems right now and how my boyfriend cheated on me like you you know it's just one of those things it's a bonding thing I feel like you you have very like comforting vibes like even if I didn't know you if I like if I was kind of new to to it, yeah. I would have definitely taken a shower because <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's um, insane. I, like even when I like when I get lasered, like I'll I usually like exfol. You're supposed to exfoliate. I don't like I don't want to exfoliate like right away, but like the night before, yeah. I usually do. Even like even if I get waxed, like it's like the night before. Yeah. But like I'm at least gonna like rinse off like just to make sure like do like a double check I oh my god I mean, honestly like it blows my mind like I'm like am I like an overly around with this poop in your bubble like yeah, yeah. how do you not I know like, am I an overly clean person I'm just or am I just like a regular clean person and like these people I don't know it like it's it's wild sometimes so you know if somebody's listening to this and you go get waxed regularly you better shower before you go and then tip your service provider really well because some people also don't do that. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like you have just really, Emily, I feel like you have really calming vibes. I would be comfortable enough to bear my soul, AKA my whole entire asshole. Bear it all. Well, I've had someone say that, like I've had a client say something similar like that to me. And I literally was like, that's so sweet. Like, I'm glad that I can make someone feel that way. <laughs> you know what? You want to know something funny? And I always bring this up um, when, if you've ever get ever have gotten brought up in conversation, um, Emily and I used to dance together and I was really shy in high school. And I always tell people that like, Emily was like the one person who always made sure I was like included and like always talked to me. And that meant a lot to me. Aww. So anytime I, you've ever gotten brought up, I was like, oh yeah, I danced with her. And she was always like really nice. Oh, and then yeah. I found out you were Claudia's cousin. And I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I, I love that. That. Yeah. Okay. that was sweet. Well, thank you for joining and being like involved. This, this is awesome. It's- yeah, this was so much fun. I loved this. Yeah, this was fun. You've been a good, a good guest. This is gonna be a good episode and I'm excited to see how it turns out. Yeah, this is gonna be. Yeah, I'm excited. Also, real quick, just want to say, I know I talked shit about a lot of my like dirty clients who come in, but I do love my job and I love what I do. <laughs> and not everyone is is dirty like that. I feel like I was, I felt like for a second I was just up here. I sounded like I was just complaining about everyone. And honestly, like ninety nine percent of people I see are just like amazing people. And I just right. But like the one percent of people but, still need to wash their buttholes. They do. They're adults. Yes. That's a, that's a thing that should to be done. You yeah. know what? We should maybe, you know, bring that to people's attention. I think it's an important topic. You might be right. Yeah. Even if you're not getting waxed, you still wash your, your butt. Yes. And that is important. <laughs> so I, yeah. Yeah. Get a bidet. Yeah. Does wonders really. Yeah. Change your life. Yeah. It will.
little power wash back there. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never feel bad. It's just it's such a confidence boost. Yeah. It was nice. And hemorrhoids, chance. So <laughs> double whammy. Can't get me for shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, I guess I really wanted to just wrap it up. I have like three rapid fire kind of things I wanted to ask you. Okay. Kind of like yes or no's. Okay. Um, really quick. So pillowcases, yes or no? Uh, sure. Are they good for your skin? Um, you know, I can't say yes or no because I don't really know like if there is like any actual science behind it that says that it is good for you. I think more so a clean pillowcase is going to be better for your skin than, I mean, I think the big thing behind silk is the fact that it like, doesn't like pull on your skin as much when you're sleeping. But I, you know, I think as long as you have a clean pillowcase, you're probably good. If you don't want to spend the extra 20, 30 bucks on a silk pillowcase, but also if you want to feel like you're bougie, then get a silk pillowcase, you know? Yeah, I want to feel bougie. I have satin pillowcases, and uh, I think they're on sale right now at Macy's because I I just bought some at Macy's and they were like seven dollars. Like I'm sure they feel very luxurious. Yeah, I will say. Um, and and I have curly hair, so my hair is super dry, and I live in the desert. I think I have satin sheets too, and I think that it keeps my skin and my hair from drying out too much. Mm -hmm. I don't really think. Like the pulling, like maybe a little bit. Mm. I don't, I don't notice the biggest difference with my skin. I think it's more like my hair. Yeah. I don't think it's like. And I, that's what I've heard too, is like big for like hair. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it did kind of become popular in like the skincare world too. Yeah. I don't know if it's a huge difference, but maybe yeah. like a little bit. I haven't noticed of like an actual physical difference, but I feel yeah. like I don't know. I like them because it keeps me cool. Like it's really hot where I live. So like, yeah, they cool. Okay. Next one. <laughs> um, what do you think? What's your take from as, you know, someone who as an esthetician, mm -hmm. God, that just, I, like nothing makes me feel better than saying a big <laughs> word. Like, I love that. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about like, Collagen stuff like this, like biotin, like the hyaluronic acid supplements that people are taking. Do you think that that's something that makes sense to do, or is it redundant? Um, the supplements I would say are probably redundant. If you have a well-rounded skincare routine, you're going to get everything you need from that routine. Um, especially because a lot of the, like, um, for instance, like the, the collagen supplements, like the, uh, vital protein ones that come from like, uh, cows and stuff. It's not the same, like chemical makeup as like the collagen that we have in our bodies. So it's a little bit different. So is it actually benefiting you? I don't necessarily know. Um, I've also heard some things that like biotin can cause, um, acne breakouts as well. I don't know like a whole lot about the science behind that, but, um, I do think like serum, I mean, if you want to get those things in like a serum for your face, like if you, if you find, I know a lot of people use like hyaluronic acid serums. Um, yeah, absolutely. But I don't think you need the extra supplements if you're getting everything like from your diet and from your skincare routine. Um, it's probably not necessary. Just fun. 
Yeah. Nothing like some ground up bovine bones in your morning coffee. Hell yeah. (laughs) I'm terrified of vitamins because, well, first off, I was on the vitamin craze when I was like 18 Uh and I got kidney stones really bad because I was getting too much calcium. Yeah. Um, But also when I was going through that, I found out uh, through my doctor, luckily nothing, you know, it happened, but um, a lot of vitamins, so vitamins aren't like, they don't go through the same approval process as like regular medication and they don't they don't have to list all of the filler that they put in. And a common filler is St. John's wort. And if you are on birth control and you take a vitamin that has St. John's wort in it, guess what? Your birth control doesn't work anymore. Mm. And they don't tell you that. That's a yeah. very weird thing not to tell someone. Yeah. So yeah. I, like, I'm very weird about like vitamins that I'll take. Like I, I like um, the last time I took vitamins, I was getting them from like uh, my doctor like recommended these like vitamins for me but I'm weird about it that scares yeah. me yeah. yeah that's I feel like skincare is getting that way too everything has so many ingredients you like really have to read the bottle and like actually know what these like random chemicals mean and what they yeah. do it's like so it's so high level yeah and that's like also another problem with skincare is that there's literally just so much shit out there nobody really knows like what's good what's not what can be mixed what can't like how much of something you need it gets very convoluted it it, it is convoluted it's convoluted as (laughs) man that is convoluted as shit isn't it (laughs) what is it acnaic acnaic Acneic. Yes. You're adding like extra syllables. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so excited. Um, we actually, Emily and I did, um, and that'll go out probably sometime later this later this week or early next week. Um, we did like bon- two bonus episodes uh, for our Patreon, and we actually really go in depth on, um, you know, some pros and cons to certain chemicals and certain serums and like brands and all of that stuff like we go we do kind of a deep dive mm-hmm. we have uh it's gonna take me a minute to edit because we have like hours of content like we literally we talked a lot we, yeah this we is, went in depth this yeah. is just a little tease so just tickling your butthole a little bit if you can tell I'm disgusting um but yeah I'm excited to watch those or listen and, and listen. I wasn't able to be on. So th- a lot of this is new info to me and I can't wait. I'm really excited. Yes. All right, guys. Well, you know what? I think we're going to wrap it up, but where can we find you, Emily? You can find me on pretty much just Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> the only one that matters now anyway. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. So my, um, skincare page is Emily K dot skincare, like a, not like period, just like Emily K period skincare. Um, and then, yeah. And then my regular Instagram is just at Emily Craniac. I think. I think it's Emily dot Craniac. Thank you. <laughs> it's actually that. <laughs> I'll put it in the description too. Okay. Um, like always, you can find us at, reckless bitch podcast with an x instead of an i on instagram and facebook um we also are on twitter at um reckless b pod because i ran out of 
space. Um, and we will see you guys next week, unless we don't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it.